0: All right. So, Ira and I are sitting here after the draft and we're shooting the shit and talking to everyone's teams anyway, so we figured might as well just get the audio running and get our conversation wide. going.
1: We we have we have no rundown for this conversation, so uh yeah, should be raw and unfiltered.
0: Any uh, general draft notes, Ira? Um
1: I mean, I enjoyed myself, I have to say. Yeah, you know, we had a solid uh, 10 manager appearance, so uh it's a little disappointing that we could only that you know we lost a manager to the Packers. We lost a ma- a manager to Europe. Um, I applaud Duran for uh, executing the first uh, in air draft experiment.
0: I think this is his first draft in a long time without like a significant like mental mistake early on in the draft. He didn't take like mm-hmm. like uh, some like David Lee or like some <laughs> some random white dude in the in the first round that that hasn't played or like is in, out injured for half uh. in the season. So. You know, the, the, the technology is really like caught up, I think, with the modern drafting era. We are yeah, no longer relying on flip phones, the international service, and you know, yeah. Wi Fi is a little more functional. Uh, it's and, much easier to draft from wherever you are drafting these days, I think. So, uh, all right, let, let's kind of dive in. What What's the first thing that kind of pops out to you about this? And then pops, I'll kind of maybe I'll share me. mine. I
1: mean, I. I'll just look I'm talking my own team first and so you know, I'm already kind of roster bidding to it over here. But uh yeah, I was pretty pleased with how things shook out. Um I think my big draft target was Shea Gilgis Alexander and uh I wound up getting him at like sixtieth or sixty first overall, so was very thankful for that. Um and, you know, was able to pick up Jonathan Isaac who's getting a lot of uh, a lot of pop
0: right now in the uh the fantasy industry boards, so uh, yeah, you you had a lot of guys on that you were able to take that. Like I, every time you took him, I said, "Fuck, that was my next guy." And uh, I'm a little jealous. It's like you won the tournament and you look pretty pretty well set up here to to keep it going again. I'm just am hey, just just trying to get through week one. I got Andrew this year, and uh,
1: Andrew actually had draft picks for once, which is a uh, very different from the usual strategy he
0: has going into this season. So it, it's a weird it's a weird season. It seems like the poor from last season have gotten. Poor or stayed poor, and the the rich may have gotten richer. Like I I don't know. We've yet had a lot of high picks, but his team doesn't look so hot to me. Um, well, yeah. When you can't get keepers in order, it doesn't really matter how you pick. Yeah, uh, Eric's team, you know, fine. Um, I think Dan's team looks good. Let's go. Let's go over Dan's team. A yeah, I mean, bit here. We Yeah, t- you, know, you got to take every opportunity you can
1: to uh, speak highly of Dan's fantasy roster. So uh, yeah. I'll we'll can we'll definitely take a moment to look at how the computer auto drafted. Uh we did we did see some rare activity from Dan at the start of the draft. <laughs> he put Zion Wilson, Williamson in the one hole.
0: Which, uh, he, he pre he pre ranked somebody. Yeah, I'm totally on board with that. You know, if Dan could figure out how to pre-rank, then anybody can. Um, I wonder if he got the first medal of the season for that, he for uh pre ranking. <laughs> Probably that's that medal that that none of us really get usually. <laughs> Yeah, and I certainly never have to bother with that, considering when I'm drafting, usually. But, look, he should have pretty pretty solid blocks, I think, between um, Whiteside and Zion and Bam. Uh, maybe that's a strategy he actively is looking at. He has some flexible guards, uh, McCollum and DeJounte Murray, if he gets the minutes, and Eric Bledsoe. Um, I think, look, uh, from his bench, he has Sadoransky, who I think is going to be getting kind of the yeoman's work in Chicago. Uh, he got paid, but there is going to be a battle going on in Chicago as a point guard hole. They don't like Chris Dunn, though, and Zach Levine has kind of proven mm-hmm. not to be a true and point also, guard. also uh, Kobe
1: White, also, who they just drafted. That's so. right. Yeah. It's <laughs> not going to be simple in Chicago, but Sadorovsky, I would assume, gets some minutes at least. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on Bam coming into this season. He's uh, with Whiteside out of town in Miami. He should have uh, some direct path to uh, the post position now and guarding the rim. Um, I think Bledsoe I mean he obviously Stunk in the NBA playoffs But for fantasy purposes
0: He's always solid Dan Make your goal of the season Two ad drops a week Oh that's lofty Two air drops a week It's like 40 just to Just to get the feel of it And if you do that I think You're going to see yourself Creeping into The top six Oof Woof. I, I think I this think is, we'll see it It's high praise I mean you're not actually Expecting him to do Two ad drops
1: A week I, I think that should be his goal Okay Okay Alright Got think. I think
0: that's reasonable.
1: I look. I'll, I'll I'll do that in two weeks. But you know, it's yeah, I don't
0: him to like forty a season. That's like in striking range for what you need to to be as a kind of a playoff team. And I will say he has an excellent week one matchup. He's taking on Corey,
1: who, I mean, <laughs> Corey has already uh, requested that we take a rain check on the team preview this season. So, uh, I'm not really. Expecting too much from his team in week one against Dan, he had a pretty lousy draft board to work with, and uh, I mean when you look at the, you look at the roster here. I mean I think the, at least in the Yahoo pre-draft the pre-rankings, his top player after the keepers
0: is Evan 48 at one twenty-two. This is the flip situation of what we were just talking about with Dan, like his his bench guys right now. He has Andre Iguodala, who is, like, trying to negotiate a buyout slash sitting sed- <laughs> yeah. out half the season, which I'm sure Corey didn't realize. Yeah, uh, that's a weird one. Kobe White, who is the flip side of that scenario we just talked about. to be fighting for minutes as a rookie. Uh, Jabari Parker, who, like, there's literally, like, four guys that play the same way in Atlanta. I don't think he's getting more than 20 minutes a game. Um, mm, Ivica Zubac is, is the most Corey player out there. Um, you got old man Marvin
1: Williams to, you know, keep the turnovers down, yep. but not exactly got to fill up anything else in fantasy. Um, I mean, look, I'm I'm excited for Kemba in Boston, and I mean, you think he you got Nikola Vucevic with his first pick, so, uh, well, we have to, that's a well, solid so, selection. So his
0: centers right now, oh, let's talk about it. So he has Embiid, and he has Vucevic, uh, uh, and then he has Willie Cauley-Stein. Who's injured? Who's who's injured and even when he comes back, who knows where he'll really work into that rotation? Uh with, with Looney and Marquise Chris as well, who who's had a nice preseason. Um Taco Fall, he's gonna cut within a week. Oh, I appreciate that joke pick. I mean it's a, it's a good joke. Where does it rank amongst the Corey joke picks, you think? Wow well, well, That's a that's hard. I think we need to he's not in depth he's not dead,
1: so I mean I, there's not the same sort of laugh factor. Like I think I think like the Carmelo
0: pick better than the Taco Fall pick. Really the funnier the the better way to, for him to go about this would have been to pick Taco Fall in, in like the fourteenth round, and with his fifteenth round, pick bull bull. And oh, then like oh, you really man. just you really just load on the, the humor there. Yeah, bull bull's okay. I, yeah, I think he good. missed. I think <laughs> he missed.
1: i I mean I, a solid effort. I think Cory might have passed once or twice in previous years, so uh him to, for him to take Taco Fall, I'm, I'm very happy with. And I, I, I was glad uh, John could confirm it during the draft. We did nail the Zubash pick for Corey, uh, which is actually a solid center to get. That's probably your third best center on the roster, actually. So. Is, well,
0: is he backing up uh, Mantras ha- Harrell this year? Or what, uh, what's his role, do you
1: think? I think Harrell might come off the bench and Zubach might be the starter. Okay. I think um, I, know, I think you're also Dealing with uh, Jermichael Green Who could do some Stretch 5 work in, For the Clippers But uh, you know With Kawhi and Paul George Out that Might open some, a Pathway for Zubac To have some role with the Clippers so. And he can usually Put up some solid Numbers when given 20-25 minutes
0: I agree Let's bounce around To some of our More frequent listeners Since you know I don't know how much Time we had before Our, our uh, women get back here uh, To interrupt us uh, Let's go to Justin's team Because I know He's listening and, and ready to Complain at any Moment here uh, Justin did not Probably have a pick. Till, coming up, yeah. What do he say? He had like hundred twenty picks before his, his first pick that he was making. Pretty sure, yeah, and Th- that said, his team doesn't look like that atrocious. I don't think he's gonna be good, but look when you're when you're anchored by Steph Curry, Ben Simmons, uh, D'Angelo Russell, who you know could put up some interesting numbers this season. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Yahoo has been ranked a little high at 39th uh, coming into the year. But,
1: uh, I mean, there's no doubt Russell's going to put up 20 points and, you know, yeah. get six assists for the Warriors. And they just need guys to score and stuff that has that kind of gravity. But, uh, I mean, look, you know, I, I don't think Justin's draft strategy is a bad one. But, you know, when you're working with picks like this, I mean, it's... It's hard to expect more than you know. You're trying to go for hoping Dwight Howard
0: or Rajon Rondo are able to find that old magic and be productive. Yeah, I, I thought I thought the Rui Hachimura pick was interesting, but a reach at I think the tenth round where he took him. I you know he was like very efficient so. in college, yeah, but yeah. I don't know that efficiency. Start, stats.
1: Which is, I mean, the Wizards going to be awful. So okay, like,
0: but so he 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 also took Mo Wagner, so that's kind of like a hedge on itself. That that whole power forward spot's going to be a real log jam for the Wizards this season. Yeah,
1: I mean, well,
0: look, you know, you know, probably. Half I mean, these guys are cuts, I know. Yeah, more more than that, but yes, half in the first week are cuts. Um,
1: so you know, I mean, at the end of the day, one of them hits. I mean, that yeah. that's good, Drifting probably. Justin I, only needs like six guys here.
0: I think o, uh, OG Ananobi is a really good pick for solid him. Selection. Uh, that, <laughs> so, that's that's guy could be a future keeper for him in that in that kind of third holding keeper spot. Yeah, maybe. I mean, um, if Toronto
1: was to rebuild and you know ditch the veterans, O G definitely has a nice opportunity to. Uh, Become the top thirty six. Well, I mean,
0: he maybe this couldn't he be the starting small forward for them by
1: some point this season. I think he's starting, but yeah. he's still dealing with. You got Kyle Lowry, getting got shots. Get sold,
0: yeah. I and mean, it's 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 a pretty loaded roster. I think Norman Powell's still there, right? Yeah, but he's always yeah. kind of buried at like nine ten on the depth chart until the playoffs roll around. And then Hey, if
1: OG can't hit a shot, then Norman Powell's gonna come in there and start hitting him. Oh, man, There you go.
0: Yeah, that's all I'm saying.
1: Um, I like the Markel Fultz flyer. I mean, what the hell? He's had some moments this preseason, and I think. I mean, I love for fantasy If Fultz became relevant again He's just great for the jokes For like, Andre Bargiani For the next, you know
0: yep. Decade, potentially Chetty Osman, The perennial Like, oh, this is the year He's breaking out guy Cleveland front office Is definitely that front office That always likes to talk up Like, oh, like You should see, like What this guy looks like We've never seen anything Like this in practice But, like, in reality Like, they just don't know What they're talking about, I think no, I, mean, I mean, when, when Larry Nance Jr. Is kind of your cultural hero At this point It's, you yeah, <laughs> know I mean, You take what you can
1: get and I think Trady Osman had like that solid two week stretch with LeBron where he was like the spark plug Cavs needed but I mean times have changed and I, yeah it's hard to imagine uh, him really getting it together after shooting so poorly last season but
0: yep. he, uh, it looks like platoons are kind of a, a theme for him so between the Rui and Mo Wagner thing he also has JaVale and Dwight Howard he has, Good catch. A, Good catch. He has the, the Steph and, and Russell um, so so I don't know if that strategy is really going to work in fantasy um, you know, minutes, you know, you need more guys playing more minutes, but I guess it's not a bad start to see. I guess his thing is he'll see who's getting the minutes and then he'll drop the guys that aren't getting that and go yeah, uh, I mean, from there. Naturally. Fortunately, I'm playing him week one and uh, hopefully that won't resolve Please. itself in week one. Yeah, what,
1: what happened to that, to that scheduling uh, sequence we were supposed to have, Paul? Like it, that, was yeah. complica- it was too complicated.
0: It was going to take Garrett way too much time to do, basically. Yeah, well, so. yeah, I'm, I'm sure he still... They should make it that you could upload it from Excel, but, you know, Yahoo makes everything complicated, so... John, there are jobs at Yahoo for developers. I need you to like infiltrate there. If you have to move to California, like so be it. You know, <laughs> Do for just the league sacrifice for the league. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, what that means he'll be. A, actually, he'll be. He'll he'll be ahead on the waiver wire. Whoever was in California's got a big advantage.
0: Yeah. At Twelve o'clock waiver wire. That's a, that's golden. Let's hop over to Andrew's team. What is his team name these days? Uh, yeah. Trust the process. Yeah, he's been there for a while now. That's yeah. appropriate. Um, well, I think most of our league. Speaking of that. The only team name changes we had this year. Eric is now Turbo Team, uh, and I think that's the only mm. that's the only change this year. Yeah, I think that's all. Most of us right have now. really uh, stuck with our names for a while now. I usually like change here for like a mojo
1: purpose. So I mean, until you know, until the dark ages actually come, I'm probably gonna
0: stick with it for now. Yeah. Well, you when you when the light comes back out again. No, I, I mean, I like to think the light's currently shining on our kingdom but When everyone when everyone in the league Has a hair back on their head fully again And, uh, you know, I don't think we're going back in time hour, That's all I'm saying eh, it's
1: a, eh, we're all good with the buzz cuts all
0: right. make, a- make a- Andrew's team I was joking during the draft that his team Is basically Trevere's team Like if, if I was competing <laughs> with you for players, the, the two of them Definitely were um, His keepers, Giannis, Chris Stapps And uh, Who am I missing here? Uh, the keeper, he kept... Uh, Brandon
1: Ingram? No, he no. kept his other... Marvin Bagley. That's
0: Bagley, third. that's right.
1: That uh, was his third keeper. Interesting.
0: Okay. And then he he added... So his, his point guard is uh, Devin Booker. He but doesn't he, really have any assists on this roster. Uh, like, Blake Griffin may be his you know. best assist guy. I mean, see, by the numbers... Booker, Booker, had, Booker had seven assists a game last year? I mean, he has Giannis wow. also. who's sure, Rich...
1: It's it's a bit of like a yeah. team wide assist effort. I mean it's
0: Jeff T. He has is Teague. Teague. a good pick. Seven and...
1: assists at least.
0: He's on he's unchallenged on in Minnesota this year, really. They they got rid of Tyus Jones and
1: Yeah, they don't have anyone
0: yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean T should
1: be in line for thirty minutes and I think he's a bounce back guy. I mean, to this point in his career he had been always healthy and always shooting like forty five percent. So uh I think there's a good chance he bounces back to some degree and gets like Late mid-round value
0: I agree um, uh, He has some interesting guys I like the Wendell team. Carter Jr. I was just about to say Wendell Carter Jr. Is an interesting guy He got
1: him a little late uh, Yes yeah. He slid I mean I understand He's kind of had He he got hurt halfway through His rookie year And basically was Showed nothing in Chicago After that But uh He's got a nice Young partner In Lori Market in there So they can both Stretch the floor And work together I've seen
0: some nice Passing chemistry highlights um, he's one of those guys, too. I think he's a, a workman who's always kind of wanted to prove himself against his peers. Coming out of Duke, he was kind of the underrated guy with Bagley there. And uh, there's one more guy I'm forgetting here. But um, I, I think he's going to have a nice season uh, on a bad team. But I think he, as long as one of their five-point guards gets him the ball, I think they'll have a nice uh, have a nice season. Yeah, I mean, if he gets three rebounds on the blocks, he should be in good shape just with the minutes he gets in Chicago.
1: Um I did think I you were happy to you thought that Blake Griffin pick was a good one. I don't know I'm just the health I knew mean, he was lucky he stayed healthy as he was last year. He was really banked up when the NBA playoffs came around. Um I would be a little more hesitant. Plus those percentages aren't like if anything they're hurting you probably. They're not really gonna help you.
0: Um I think it, I think it's especially for his team where he seems to have this strategy of of guys kinda of what I felt my strategy was last year, where you have guys um in in. You know, if you're your big guys with kind of guard stats and and vice versa, you kind of spread everything out. I think Blake fits well into that strategy yeah. that he has on this team. And he definitely has like a points,
1: assist assisting going on. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a
0: very yeah it's a very distributed effort I'd say on this roster. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Marvin Bagley coming into this year? Sacramento is just a hard team to get a read on in general. I think yeah. Bagley's good. I think he's like a year away from really being an impact guy. But Andrew kept him what in the fourteenth round? Yeah, as a keeper. I mean, it's. It was, so mean, there's, there's no risk there,
1: so it's kind of like yeah, if you want to keep back, you can keep them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people say like the explosiveness is there. It's just like you know, it, Sacramento kind of reminds me of like Denver this year, where the depth is just so high. Like you know, like Fox and Jokic are gonna feast. You know, Murray and Bunny Heald are gonna do great. After that, it's kind of like you know, everyone's battling for their scraps.
0: The real well, the real thing with Sacramento is if he's not hot out of the gate, and but they're winning. That's when you have to start to worry as, as his owner because you could see the coach being like, well, we haven't mm-hmm. made the playoffs in years. We just got to, you know, well, uh, Neymar Bajelka is playing awesome and, and the team glues <laughs> with him in. so Got different reason now. You got Dwayne Dedman playing. I don't know why man. that team always – certain teams are just a certain way. They always had that log jam at power forward. That rose above it last year a little bit. Um, so, look, maybe he gets even more minutes than last season. I hope he
1: would. I mean, he's the guy came highly acclaimed. So I mean, they gotta give him good minutes. But I mean, but he's he stuck with Harry Giles there too. I mean, just it's a loaded
0: roster. So I think Giles is starting the season a little hurt. So I think he just needs to take advantage in the first month of the season, especially if he gets some minutes at center, where maybe he ultimately belongs, um, and maybe he will get that eligibility in fantasy too. Uh, but look, I think getting him in the fourteenth round, you can't really go wrong with that value there.
1: Yeah no, no, this is true.
0: Uh, can't argue with that. Um, should we swing
1: around to Trevier's team? Perhaps that was a I think a fun roster to watch. Sure. In action. Uh, um, I mean, he kept he, he has Trey Young returning us as his a well, I guess I think I'm like a seventh round keeper. So that's a pretty good spot to be in. Um, he, got, he has James Harden, obviously, and he kept Draymond, who can offer some nice across-the-board production. A re Draymond, who is going to be on his diet, apparently. We'll see how much he does that. Um, Jimmy Butler a bit this draft. I thought. I mean, he's, he's he should he probably will be the top player this season unless Rudy Gobert outplays uh, him based on the ones that were available. The top the top player of, the, of those available, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Guys that could be that weren't kept. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think in Miami he's the number one guy. There's no question.
0: And he's really the only guy on that roster that has like solidified minutes. Everyone else is kind of a rotational piece. So he'll be the undisputed leader on the floor at all times. Oh, well, Tim, depending I mean, on Deion yeah, Waiters thinks, but. uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to deal with Deion Waiters. I mean, you have, like, veterans like Goran Dragic, but, like, everyone knows this is Jimmy Butler's team. They just paid him big money.
0: There's some, you know, there's some injury issues. Jimmy's always playing more like 65, 70 games. That's but, like, really the main concern with this roster, I think. I think it's a pretty solid team, but, look, he, he, he can be board. an injury risk. Uh, Draymond can go through spells of being out. But Vert, I mean, that guy, that guy I'm shocked he still walks. Uh, and as as much hype as people have for him, I'm not sure he can make it through a whole season, um, or even sixty games really. Um, so, what Le- Le- Levine always has some issues as well. Um, I-, I think it's a nice roster. It's extremely high upside. Uh, I I think the floor is pretty high as long as he doesn't have multiple serious injuries to the team. Yeah, I'd say I'm not sure really what he was thinking when it came to the
1: come, came to the big man. I mean, he filled out the roster, but like. He's got Draymond Thomas Bryant and Serge Ibaka but after that I'm really not seeing much to work with I mean, like Marcus Morris who's a fake big I mean
0: that's something that's going to need to be corrected in the long run uh, it, it, it looks time. like he doesn't he's just punting blocks That that's kind of my read on the situation um, maybe he's hoping that Bryant and Ibaka are shooting more threes, and he gets the value out of those guys there. I mean,
1: uh, Bryant's in line for a nice season, but I mean,
0: we know what Ibaka does, and you know, if you don't want us blocks, then there's no point in carrying him. It's a classic Tremere team. He wants Gunner scores and and kind of Anything else by the by the wayside? Where they will, yeah. He uh-huh. sh- should have a nice opportunity to come at Garrett in week
1: one. And what do you, uh, Garrett's coming off of a you know a real devastating playoff result where he lost in the finals with the perfect season on the line.
0: Um, and he didn't have all of his draft picks to work with either. Um, that said, he still has Anthony Davis, Paul George, Pascal Siakam, who was one of the guys he was struggling with not, not keeping, and he wound up with him on the roster anyway. Um, he got Gallinari who slid up in the draft. He has and who was able to get late in the draft, uh, because of his keeper situation. Strong keeper for Um, that Um, he's going to have to be active, I think, to make the playoffs with this roster. um, I think if he's active, the strength of his his like top four or five guys alone should be able to get him there, especially if he hits on an airdrop here or there. Um, but I think the way his roster is currently constructed, it's it's a little bit weak. At the, at, you know, mid the, the middle guys really aren't gonna give him too much. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. I mean, that's he didn't really have the middle picks, so I mean, you know, he's he's working with a lot of late round guys that he's hoping pop. I mean, yeah.
0: Like I mean, look, I think Shaman is not gonna put up the kind of numbers he did last year. I, I just see a sophomore slump in his case. Um mm-hmm. not that he put person. up such great numbers last year anyway. More of a specialist. Um I mean I used to I mean I always used to be
1: a big fan of Gary Harris, but you know, he's another nuggets guy who has a in a pretty rough injury history, didn't really find a shot at all last year. And, you know, at this point, just the roster's so competitive. You know, it's worth the flyer, but he probably won't be that good again.
0: Yep. Uh, Gallo, that's an injury guy to me. I mean, I don't I don't. That's him. definitely
1: a big injury guy. I mean, he somehow beat the odds last season and did great for my team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you,
0: you realize what you're getting into. And say a guy like Gallinari. Yeah. But, yeah, and I, I, like, I didn't even mention Marcus Aldridge. That's another good player. So, look, I think if Garrett makes some moves, there's no reason he can't. I don't think he, you know— Contender, probably not unless he makes some major trades. But if he does it, I don't see why not.
1: Yeah, if he if he will have to definitely make a few moves like in advance of the deadline.
0: You can't wait till the deadline with this roster and just make a few moves. Yeah, it needs to be early. It needs to be in the first uh, month and a half of the of the season, I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll let's see. let's I'll, hop over to Duran's team. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll fly on over there. Uh, what did he?
1: Uh, yeah, he had a lot of early picks this year, which is uh, I don't think we've ever seen Duron quite that loaded coming into a fantasy season either. So, uh... would be interesting to see how some of these managers do with this new opportunity, and, uh, You know, if they're able to... If they're willing to cut bait with uh, some
0: early-round picks that usually you wouldn't make, but when you have this so many draft picks, you know, you kinda have to force the issue if you want a guy. Duran has a lot of these scorer-type players. He has DeMar, Tobias Harris, uh, John Collins, who really, at this point in his career, is, I think is the scorer kind of guy. He'll get the rebounds, too. Wiggins, Kuzma... Uh, yeah, Donovan Wiggins. Mitchell, uh, Bogdanovich. It's a, it's a interesting. He's going to get a lot of points. Oh, a
1: ton of points, yeah. I mean, uh, Buddy pretty good with points. That's always yeah. been his specialty. And I'd say rebounds as well. I mean, he's got – he has a good three guys that are nearly
0: at 10 and several more that are in the upper 7-8 uh, range. His guards all are all kind of mid, mid-tier rebounders too, which is nice. Like Looks like the lowest on his team – Dominant Mitchell has four point one. I like the the regular guys. Dominant Mitchell is four point one. Lowry is four point eight. That's pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. yeah, Lowry's should have been in this draft. Which I was uh, surprised to see. He nearly got to like, me at sixty, and I would have been happy to snag him there. I guess he's thirty four, and people must be concerned about the added load that he's going to take on without Kawhi this season. Um, he yeah. just signed that that one year extension, so could be
1: a trade candidate if uh, the Raptors are not doing so well. Um, but. I mean, look, the guy always puts up stats even, like, when he doesn't want a big usage rate. So, uh, I mean,
0: if you're going to get him at 60, he's a guy that could go, like, top 20 value in the playoffs for you. Duran, I think, has proven in the last few years that he could uh, be a regular season manager. Um no, no. It's not, you know, get himself to the playoffs. So, th- this is a roster that could definitely take him there. He I mean, just needs to... I mean, typical lacking the... I mean, there's no blocks here, which is, you know,
1: kind of comes to the territory. Field goal percentage isn't looking so strong, I'd say... So this bench is like littered with guys that really struggled from the field last season. But, uh, I mean, they can score. I definitely would consider getting rid of some of these. Do you know, really like need a Reddick or a Drajic or a Wiggins? Uh, you really hate J.J. Redick. It's really funny. Did you go to Maryland? I, I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I mean, he'll score some points, hit some threes. But in terms of moving the needle, I mean, for a team like that's loaded like Duran, you don't need J.J. Redick. I would take somebody with more upside. That late in the draft, and it's not like Durant doesn't already have a good source of three pointers. Um, we should touch on Victor Oladipo though. I mean, that was uh, I think Durant grabbed him probably in the fifties maybe.
0: Yeah, it was pretty early. Um, for guys to be out that, coming off an injury where we don't know what he's gonna look like totally when he comes back. He wasn't so back.
1: good last year when he when he came back either. I yeah, mean, it well, like, the thing is, two years ago when he was like a beast, he was going for like two point four steals a game, which you know he dropped to like one point eight, and like that's a big clip in someone's value when that happens and he had a pretty rough shooting season
0: compared to two years ago so i mean uh, i i loved watching all depot's game but and you're coming back to a team where i don't know if you have the same you know obviously you're the star but it's not like he was so good that everyone's just going to kind of yield to him i think it's going to have to be a, a kind of a rebalancing of the energy there uh, they have been a, a successful playoff team without did, him they did pick, I mean I like off season kind of I mean I think the players they got could all complement each other. together
1: nicely like a Jeremy Lamb and a TJ Warren they have Bronden Malcolm Brogdon now. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm not big on did you take Brogdon or no
0: I think uh, Andrew got him Andrew got Brogdon I wanted TJ Warren but I think you stole him right before me yeah
1: I got Warren now from under
0: yeah yeah I mean
1: so these guys could all help carry the load when Old Depot's gone so yeah it definitely will take a little bit of work for him to
0: just uh, resume that number one spot that he had yeah another' interesting hard hard to, hard to capture that value I think for Duran to that spot, yeah. but um maybe he 's thinking long term keeper potential, which I guess if you look at this roster, i mean Kawhi looks like a you know gonna be the number one keeper there for a bit, and then when you look at the number two uh, Dunman Mitchell now is kind of uh he 's going to have to drop three pick three rounds for next year 's keepers yeah. um so that 'll be a decision. So, look, yeah, I guess Old Depot could be that number two guy if he gets back to that level, or John Collins or something like that, but, um, yeah, he'll have some decisions to make. Who's the second keeper this year? Demar. No, nah, uh, yeah, he kept, well, he kept Damar late,
1: I think. Uh, yeah, or, no, it's right there. He had Demar second, yeah. All right, it
0: was Demar. What's the second so, keeper? So maybe Mitchell was at, kept in, what, the seventh,
1: right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's looking at, at uh, you maybe. know, at Old Depot there as a, as a future keeper consideration.
1: Yeah, I guess I I guess so, yeah. I I don't know. It's gonna be tough carrying that carrying him for a while. I mean, hopefully Kawhi's playing regularly and that's not an issue as the season goes on. Uh let's jump so Duran's got a nice matchup in week one versus Levy, who uh I mean I think we're dealing with a patented
0: uh tank campaign as drafting,
1: I think, possibly yeah.
0: I don't really understand a lot of his draft decisions. It seemed well, like there were better guys like, I, As I said during the draft like He took um, Julius Randle What well, like top 50 I think he took Julius Randle Yeah I think he might have uh, in the 40s. There were, like, Steven Adams was available Capella was available yeah, He got him at the end of the 4th round Julius What is Julius Randle doing that those guys aren't doing He's not blocking shots He's uh, I mean, On this Knicks team he's probably going to be A lower percentage than those guys um I mean look, Ray could score. Um but, and he can rebound. But he's not gonna get the minutes that he got in New Orleans. I I,
1: I think I mean when,
0: when he was on the Lakers he he's was He's gonna be the alpha for the Knicks, I think. And it's, I don't know they have, I don't, they, have, they, have they have Bobby Portis, they have Marcus Morris, they have Kevin Knox. They're gonna be working all these guys everyone's getting twenty minutes a game on this team.
1: Uh I mean a lot of guys are going to get minutes, but I still think Randall probably will be the one that everyone seeds to Like when we need a bucket. I mean, but, like, I mean besides Morris. because Even Morris if he's getting
0: 30, 32 minutes a game, you've taken Julius Randall or Steve no, Adams I, I, that this was season?
1: Too early. Yeah. Too early. And, and the issue is the free throw percentage, 73% with seven free throws a game almost. Yeah. That's a problem. Um, the turnovers are probably going to be over three a game. And he doesn't get many steals or blocks. So, I mean, there's just too many holes in Randall's game to justify taking him in the fourth round. I, mean, I think he, he grabbed him at 47th. I mean, I would have, I mean, I'm not sure I much rather have had like a Brooke Lopez, a Thomas Bryant. I'd probably take an Eric Bletso if you wanted a guard, Kyle Lowry. And, you know, all these guys look good to me before Julius Randall.
0: Well, you know, he figured, I guess, not to take a guard because he was waiting for Alonzo Ball about a, a round or two later. And, <laughs> oh, no, I think uh,
1: that's one of the Levy's four guys that he has to <laughs> draft. Uh,
0: I guess I guess he's taking him on the potential of him uh, having an improved season in New Orleans. I hope so, man. But I, I just don't... I, I don't see the construction of this roster. By the way, right after that Randall pick, he took Kevin Love a few picks later. Um, a, a guy that can produce, but, I mean, he's he's getting up there in age now, and... He hasn't really been a a solid all season alpha in quite some time now. I don't have the patience to yeah, draft Kevin Love that early.
1: Just yeah, because the injury risk is too high and like the Cavs have a little incentive to really play in big minutes. So I mean I don't think he's off 150, fifty, but like I don't know. Maybe the, the, he just suffered through an injury
0: plagued campaign. And, like, and he and he seems to be now, this is two years in a row, he's drafting like every single guy he's trying to win the lottery on. You can only keep three players. You can only keep three <laughs> players. Yeah, you got to have some stability. Maybe throughout he sees the run. Him trade bait, but like I mean, you think... need to dress some stable guys that a, a playoff team's gonna want. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, if I saw, if I see Kevin Love's not playing thirty games already, I'm probably not gonna want to trade for him. Even if is coming back. That said, I guess look, he re- he went up with Quinn Capella eventually. Um, yeah, Quinn's yeah, a little earlier. Rudy keep, keep, keep. Gobert was a good choice. Um, Do you see a a roadmap for him having uh, three viable keepers <laughs> for next season? <laughs> uh I, yes, I do
1: see a roadmap. I mean, we're talking about LeBron, Rudy Gobert are probably your lead, leading two candidates. I mean, I think of you know, Capella kind of as insurance policy, I guess. Um, I would just say Levy needs to make sure he doesn't trade away all his insurance policies <laughs> before the season's over because, I mean, you might get fucked. Yeah, yeah. He took Gordon Hayward in the seventh. Maybe
0: I, I, he could. But I do can something. see it now already. He took Clay Thompson late. He's going to have the same strategy he had last year with, with Boogie. When these guys have big injuries, you cannot just mortgage your entire next year to, just to keep them in a later round. You got to pay attention and, and, and have a backup option.
1: <laughs> well, he has Terry here at least, too. I mean, the 11th round keeper is pretty good value. For, for a him. starting
0: point guard who's going to get. Yeah, a starting
1: point guard who's number one, number one guy. I mean, he's probably going to shoot like 42%, but like he's going to put up 18 points and have eight assists and probably steal and a half. I agree. Should we hit up my
0: team? I think that's kind of the... Oh, we got John's team also. Oh, uh, yeah. we wish I both of you guys. Let's we'll hit John and then we'll hit my drink. the regular listeners. Yeah.
1: So, John, I mean, I I, I guess he... It I, looks like
0: John's team from, from the yeah, last few I, years. I guess
1: he's satisfied. I mean, I guess I can't really argue too much with the results. I mean, he nearly beat me last season and I won the title. So, I mean, getting to the playoffs is the important
0: part, I'd say. You know, getting the wins, it can happen. I think this is a pretty strong roster, actually, looking up and down it. If you look at... All right, so his, the guys that are that Yahoo put in the starting lineup, Dame Lillard, Kyrie, Chris Middleton, Nicole Bridges, who's fine, uh, yeah, Miles fine. Turner, Jarrett Allen, Jonas Valanciunas, Derek Favors, all good players who are going to get minutes. Uh, Marcus Smart, fine. Thad Young should get minutes in Chicago, uh, unless they go super young. Yeah, I'm a little worried about him. Uh, PJ Tucker is, is his first bench player. Um, Luke Kennard is a decent upside guy on the bench. Kent Bazemore, decent upside. He has Nurkic on the IL, who, when he comes back, should be pretty good. That's a pretty good team. I mean, he, this team is deep. It has talent up top. There's no reason he shouldn't be contending to be one of the top three teams in this league, I think, in the regular season. Whoa, whoa. Man. Why not? I'm, what, what is the weakness of his team right now, do you think? Well, scoring for one. I think the team's going to put up a lot of points.
1: No way. I mean it, it'll put up some points, but it's not gonna be I wouldn't I would not say it's good at points. Like I mean Jonas Alachunas will get in the high teens, and obviously you have like Middleton, Irving, Lillard are gonna I score. Mean,
0: Ir- Irving may try to lead the league in in scoring this season, I think. I mean I wouldn't be shocked.
1: Uh it's not it's not impossible, but I mean he was already at twenty four last season, so I think this oh. team could be in line for a trade, trade with a, uh
0: player, so. He could be in line with, with maybe trading with Duran to get some of those scoring guys off Duran's team and just uh Oh, yeah. kind of do some positional swaps
1: yeah I mean maybe like some of the steel guys John has I mean I don't know it's I don't find dra- littering your team with like Thad Young and PJ Tucker I mean I don't think Jared Allen has that much upside just because of DeAndre Jordan's presence like Mikael Bridges like all that, these guys are very gluey to me you that DeAndre so Jordan Marcus Smart like it's five guys there that are like not going to score a lot of points like yes you're not going to have a lot of turnovers you're going to get steals you're going to get blocks but like you need more than that. I mean, it,
0: it, yeah. You can't. You can't. Um, it's hard to build a team with the idea that you're gonna win steals and blocks every week because those are volatile st- uh, mm. categories.
1: Stuff. Yeah. yeah it's definitely got to flush. The
0: glue me. guys often. That's what, That's usually where the strategy comes from. I feel like when you have a lot of glue guys, but uh, low, low turnovers, high steals, and I mean, I like my glue guys like anyone, but just I don't know. Like you need to have
1: some scoring, some scorers also. I mean, it's, I mean the roster. He's like. The threes look like they're pretty stable across the board. The rebounds, eh, kind of shaky. I mean, just because there's a lot of low rebound guys here, also. Assists don't look that strong to me. I mean, there's a couple of good lead guards, but that's the only real strong assist players. Um, yeah, the percentages I'm sure will be solid because John's always targeting that from his centers. But, like, it's not going to be that good. It'll be competitive like John always expects it to be. Yep. And, you know, he's going to have to – I think if John actually wants to, you know, make a mark in the playoffs, he's going to have to make some big trades. He can't just stick with this strategy and expect it to work in the playoffs. Yep, yeah. I think that's fair. But, you know, uh, John, I guess – I guess that's the, the, the formula is still telling him to do the same thing, right?
0: Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we hop on over to me?
1: Yeah, we should hit you. And then, uh, I mean, did we miss anybody else that – We'll be listening, I'm trying to
0: think. That we'll be listening. Uh, I think we actually hit everybody after me. Yeah, I think uh, we, yeah, Eric, we didn't yeah. hit. I don't think Eric's going to be listening. No, and it's oh, not worth it.
1: <laughs> he didn't show up for the draft. Or, yeah. Well, he kind of did. He kind of right? did. All right. All right, let's jump into Paul's team. Uh, I would say this shows a lot of growth from Paul as a fantasy manager. The fact wow. that he, he went old guys... To you know, I mean what, two of your first like four selections were all guys? Let me see here. I think I Chris Paul and Rubio are my first two picks. Oh you had Rubio too?
0: Okay.
1: Your first three picks were old guys.
0: I mean I Rubio's oh, like, and like only and and Yeah.
1: And even and even Harrison Barnes, I mean, it's pretty actually you had a lot of old guys. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. it makes me nervous. Paul went so Paul's picks he I mean, so he had three keepers in the first three rounds, unlike most of us. So that's three strong sources to start. But then we had a Chris Paul in the fourth round. Mark Gasol in the eighth round, Ricky Rubio in the seventh, Harrison Barnes in the ninth, Danny Green in the eleventh.
0: Now that uh, the draft has gone by and you can speak your, your, your honest opinions without having to worry about manipulating the draft pool, do you think it was smart of me to, to take eight with the third keeper selection, or do you think that was uh, not smart and I should have gotten um, more value out of a later? later uh, keeper if you
1: want later I'm,
0: I have to remember who your options I could have kept like Kelly Oubre in the 13th or Kevin Huerta in the 14th or something like that nah
1: I would have definitely gone with Aiden over those two options nice Um I mean you know I think you need to explore potentially trading one of these three during the season if they're I think that'll be if they're showing fair. top 10 uh, talent you know definitely a, an easy way to improve your roster and yeah, get draft picks whatever but uh, yeah. Look, I I think Chris, you know, Chris Paul obviously carries some risk, like a Kevin Love does too. But I mean, if Kevin Love is like top forty, you know, Chris Paul could be like top twenty. I mean. Yeah, and plus he just no more James Harden stay in his way. So,
0: and I mean, what'll be interesting to see is if um, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around with OKC whether they trade him to you know for for Bradley Beal. Uh, uh I am concerned a little bit that they decide to kind of, kind of. Carmelo Anthony him and kind of cut him at some point. Like well, he's too many years on a contract to do that. I think right. Chris Paul. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, no, that salary's humongous. Yeah. yeah, so they
0: can't just do that. it's like
1: two years still. But, but yeah. I'm afraid
0: that they kind of let him rot on the bench and let Shea Gilgis Gill just Alexander develop. Chris Paul has or... too much
1: like self confidence to ever like
0: just take a seat. I don't think that's his style personally. Okay. I and mean, he wants to get traded. How do you think? And he was still he was good last season. So it's not like when he when he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote him in the playoffs. Yeah.
1: No, I, I'm lucky. He's gonna be hurt at points,
0: but. You know you need. Hopefully he's there
1: when you need him. But you know fourth round. I mean that's going to be good value. He's not going to perform that
0: poorly. Um, and I thought Marcus All was a nice
1: slide also. I mean getting him in the eighth round.
0: Yeah, it's one of those ones I looked at and I looked at the players below him and I said, I, look, I don't like picking another real old guy like this. But the minutes are going to be there for him in Toronto. Um, uh, I think he'll get maybe some more touches this season now that he's has a whole preseason with the team. And they can develop more of the offense around him a little bit. He should have some good assist numbers. Um, and, yeah, look, I think they're going to – there may be some times where they rest him. But he's a good player. I think he complements my other bigs where he – like my other bigs, he's a good passing big man. He'll rebound. He'll get the occasional block well, and steal. Your think throw
1: percentage is going to be strong. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's something that's nice to have. And your – looks like your threes are going to be pretty solid with everyone really contributing to that as well. Um, I think yeah, I I found myself Going back and forth With Ricky Rubio Going into the draft Just I mean Phoenix paid him I feel like he didn't do so well In Utah But like He still was useful In fantasy So like If this is his floor Like You're still gonna get 13.6 assists And like 1.5 steals at
0: least That's how I feel about him um, I think especially with Having Aiton um, Sorry Rather him being on the same team As Aiton I think that's another guy that he could kind of make some money with the pick-and-roll. I know that they want to give more playmaking responsibility to Devin Booker, but I just can't see... Like, if you have Ricky Rubio, what, are you not going to use him in pick-and-roll to get to your to your young big guy who looks like a generational talent in, in, in pick-and-roll offense, potentially, and in giving him entry passes into the post? Um, to me, it just seems like it's a good fit. Uh, and... and I think there's less for him to have to do, possibly. But th- he should be a leader on that team.
1: I mean, you would think he's the veteran by far. So, I mean, I, don't, I mean, why sign Ricky Rubio unless you want to put the ball in his hands? Yeah. I mean, that's why he's good at by creating good opportunities for his teammates. Yep. There's no point having like Devin Booker with the ball and Ricky Rubio standing in the corner. Yep. It's just a waste of uh, money and talent in that scenario. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think... I'm curious to see what Tyler, Tyler Hero does in Miami. I think
0: could get off to a good start and maybe be someone who surprises in fantasy. Yeah, there's a lot of hype around him. I uh, I feel like he may get cut from this team pretty quickly. Like, I, yeah, I mean, it's to. under Spo. last few yeah, seasons options. have been <laughs> inconsistent. So uh, my, my bench is pretty bad right now. I, it's going to move a lot the early weeks, but that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and the important thing is that you're willing to move, I'd say. And, you know, that's the only way you're able to compete, really. In yeah.
1: That. Fantasy circles. Know, I'm trying to think. Uh, and I, I thought Harrison Barnes was too early for my liking, but I mean, I guess he's like a stable source of you know some production and fantasy. That's I need some. I need some scoring punch. I thought so. Hey, yeah. He's a good guy yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of drum and that up. Reliable producer, but hey, you know, I mean, your your third leading scorer here is uh, Derek Rose, so you should be okay. <laughs>
0: That's weird. That's weird.
1: It it just seems right that Derrick Rose is in
0: Detroit. He just seems like a Detroit player. Yeah, you and Reggie Jackson will be doing beautiful things together. Like, they're killing each other probably, may <laughs> maybe our next guns in the locker room situation. But uh, <laughs> any other uh, big takeaways from the draft? Uh, Obviously, we'll, you know we'll be discussing more as we go in the season. I'm Pretty excited for the season. Like it, it felt good to just kind of exit the draft room and just go to your team page and say, ah, "We got a few months of this now." Just filling out um, the days yeah. with, with scrolling and, and looking at looking at stuff and yeah, I'm excited for the box scores I'm excited to get the stat tracker running you know
1: um yeah and I'll start right I'll try and do some i do some team previewing I mean I guess I'll give like a I think I've already gotten some text inquiring so I mean got a few days off this week and next so hopefully I can do some work uh you yeah,
0: hopefully over the next two weeks or so I can get these things done yep it's my only disappointment of the night is that more people don't want to hang out during the draft. Just you, yeah, me, and John. Yeah, I I didn't feel like
1: uh, being a party pooper in the text thread, but uh, if you if you guys uh, put as much effort into you know your actual season campaign as you do into your private draft uh, room settings,
0: uh, you should be okay. People need to be diddling themselves during the draft. I guess that's what it comes down to. Yeah, so I like to build it all up and do one one big burst but yep. some people like to do a little a little
1: snicker fire you
0: know Teach their own I guess yeah. Teach their own yeah
1: but alright we'll be back uh and no uh, yeah I guess I mean we never actually did our post managers meeting uh, pod but
0: uh I think that's for another day it's getting late now but um alright I'm trying to think of anything else we need to discuss here no I think that's it alright guys you
1: know standard uh send your lineups Dan Armando make down.
0: your two ad drops a week please and uh Good luck this season, everyone, but not too much luck.